Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. We've missed it. We've taken a little hiatus, but we're back. We were both traveling. Catalina, where were you in the world? I was in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Where were you in the world? I was in less exotic places. I was in Las Vegas and San Diego. I mean, it's exotic in its own way. Exactly. That's very true. What were you doing in Argentina? Um, well, I will be getting betrothed in Argentina in December 2023. So we were doing a bit of a reconnaissance trip and spending time with my family because I have family down there. And just um, generally gallivanting. That's great. How did the wedding planning go? I, you showed me a picture of your your look, like you did a little trial for makeup. It looks great. Mm-hmm. What else um, did you do? We visited the venue. Ooh. We visited a bunch of different. We're planning on doing a event the night before at a bar in the city. And so we were looking at different places to do that. And one of the places, Ivan and I went for a drink there, and it was called Jerome. (laughs) Jerome. You know what I think of when I think Jerome? I think of the Lizzo song. Same. Um, But it was – the problem is a lot of these bars, in order to be trendy, just, like, imitate U.S. New York City or, like, otherwise, like – u.s north american bars Mm. um so it's like it was called like the beer something in english with an exclamation point and we were there we were like oh absolutely not we will not (laughs) be having our event at jerome um but actually one of the places that we kind of liked also had a name in english we just can't win it's whatever just because it has a name in english doesn't mean it's bad though no exactly but you know if people are coming all the way to Argentina. I don't think they're going to want... There's a bar... Wait. There's a bar that is a replica of a New York City train station. Which New York City... Grand Central? No, no, no. I'm so sorry. Like a subway station. Oh, a subway station. And like multiple people recommended it to us. And I was like, I think that I will be assassinated if my friends fly to New York or fly to Buenos Aires and we have an event at a bar that is an imitation (laughs) of New York City. I... Started to have to go back to the office, so I'm taking the subway more. And yes, you're right. I would not like to spend any more time than I need to be in a fake subway station. Wait, there's another one. It's a fake prison. And they were like, (laughs) it's like cool. It's like chic. I'm like, I don't think anyone wants to like have cocktails in a fake prison i'm do they lock you up like is the theme no how it's just far like, is the theme you know so we to? we didn't go okay. um but i did look at the instagram and there were orange jumpsuits and i was like this is like the prison industry industry industrial complex like decontextualized that we will just not be participating in yeah it sort of reminds me you had a birthday at that like soviet union place where you dress up as like a soviet soldier and take shots in the back of a room i mean you and i both like love a theme and we do love love things that are like camp kitschy so i think that 
in another time, I would perhaps go to the New York City subway bar. Yeah, but not for your wedding. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's not, it's not the vibe. It's not the Although moment. Although you showed me that beautiful McDonald's in Portugal. I was very yes. appreciative to see that. So if you had an event there, I mean, that, that would be fun. But yes. you're, it's not Portugal, you know. There's architectural intrigue there. Yes. I yes, mean, yes. there is architectural intrigue as well in a hyper-realistic version of a prison, like a U.S. prison in Mm -hmm. Buenos Aires for some reason. But we're just not going to dig into that. You know what? I don't mind. I hate dressing up. Like, you know, I hate Halloween, the pressure of getting a costume. But if they gave me an orange jumpsuit and I didn't have to worry about what to wear and, like, packing outfits, that's kind of, like, you know, makes my life a little easier. Do you want to wear an orange jumpsuit? Um, oh, should I wear that to your wedding? Is that yeah. like a good bridesmaid color? Yeah, I think that'll go over really well with the attendees. Yeah. Okay. Well, just, you know, let me know. We have plenty of time to look for a really glamorous orange jumpsuit. Perfect. Perfect. Um, what about you, Denard? Um, how was your your voyages? My voyages. So I went to Las Vegas because my brother got married there. Mazel Oh, thank you. I had to schlep across the U.S., a a glass from the restaurant where they had their first date at and I didn't realize this was a Jewish tradition but they both had glasses that were meaningful to them so my brother had one from my grandma and Emily had one from her grandfather and you put wine in both and then you mix the wine into a glass that's meaningful to both of you so I went one time and I like asked the lady behind the bar I was like can I have a glass I didn't understand the meaning behind it and she's like they're not special. They don't say Mimi's like, no, but like, I was like, okay, like I'll just buy a t-shirt. So I just bought a t-shirt. And then my brother was like, no, the glass has to be from there. I should have just bought one on Amazon. They would have never known. Wow. So he called and had the glass put aside. So I did end up getting it. I didn't fool them by getting an Amazon glass, but it was a nice tradition. The ceremony was amazing. The vows were great. We got on a party bus. Part of the wedding was going in and out. And um, I actually got uh, two injuries that day. One was because my mother was dancing on the pole in the party bus. And then, wow, her she stepped on me on my toe and her <gasps> heels. Pamela. That was painful. Um, and then the last part of their wedding back at their house, they had a bouncy house that they rented. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I went in the bouncy house and there was a slide and I didn't realize it really said in big writing, like, do not go down this slide head first. Wait, why didn't you realize that, Dina? I, I didn't think it was like such a warning. Like, I, you know, I disregarded the warning. But I wonder why. Yeah, I went down head first and I gashed my knee open and Emily and Harrison went down head first. They had like the same gashes in their knee. So there <gasps> is a reason why you don't go down head first down a bouncy house. Well, that's so beautiful that you all started their marriage with matching gashes in your knees. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that beautiful? It was lovely. It was very them. It had magic. It had, you know, in and out, a tiki bar. It was great. You know, I was going to ask if Harrison's vows were comedic. They were very comedic. They were very raunchy. Oh, dear. So for most of them, I was just looking at Emily's parents and how they were reacting to see if they were super (laughs) uncomfortable. (laughs) But yes, they were comedic. Emily's were also super comedic. Uh, They were perfect. They hit the 
perfect blend of like lovely and comedic. My speech was also in the same vein. You oh know, my I had God. I had some jokes. I had some heartfelt stuff. You know. Did you cry? I cried at the wedding. Yeah, I'm a big wedding crier. Thank God they had tissues. I cry at like most weddings I go Where, to. Where? What was their venue? It was at. Was um, it at a prison themed bar? <laughs> no, but it was at uh, a certain magician's private museum. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. What a special experience. It was very special. And I, this is because of our gallivanting. We, you know, are, are, we're off of our rhythm. We didn't post our on the right day. Or at no. all. No. I did schlep my microphone to Argentina and back, though, because I had every intention of doing so. But yeah, so an, an additional aspect is that I did not open TikTok for two weeks. That's amazing. That's, I mean, I, I, I get it. Because when I travel, that happens too. I don't want to be watched like on my phone. You're like in the moment. You're doing things. But you're back. So I'm so happy you're back in the TikTok rhythm. Mm, well, oh. yeah. One thing I forgot to mention is in San Diego, I visited the founder of this podcast, Melissa Rosen. And her bebe. Her bebe. She has a bebe. She's doing well, her and Jared. We had one um, traumatizing experience that I hope she won't mind me sharing on the podcast. But um, I dropped her bebe. (gasps) Dina! (laughs) It was very traumatic. The baby's fine. The baby's absolutely fine. How, out of your arms, were you sitting? How far did the bebe fall? The baby didn't fall very far, and it was on sand. We were on the beach, and I was dipping the baby's toes in the sand, and, like, a wind came, and the hat fell off, and, you know, she squirmed, as babies do. Um, I felt extremely mortified and sad, and I hope if Melissa's listening to this, while with Lily, I apologize to both of them. Wow. Wow, Dina. If you ever drop my bebe, it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Babies are resilient. Yes, they are very resilient. Well, that's amazing. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah, Melissa will have, you know, she'll come back to the pod one of these days. She will. And maybe her baby will come and talk about the trauma that you inflicted upon her. Oh, God. I hope she forgets. Well, shall we dive in? Well, yeah. Speaking of, of <laughs> trauma and, and diving, diving in. <laughs> oh, wow, what a good segue oh, to God. all that we've been seeing on TikTok is like every other video of mine has been the submersible. And we're recording on Thursday. They just, it's a... Uh, Recovery. It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's re- it's it is sad. They're you know obviously they have passed away because they said there's an implosion, so they found the debris. Mm-hmm. TikTok is so great for new news events like this. It's great, and it's also like the most stressful thing in the world because when you see constant videos about it, like that's all I could think about and want to know about, and it feeds into it. Mm-hmm. But also, you're getting so many people's perspectives. You're getting the submarine specialist. You're getting the marine biologist. You're getting, mm-hmm. like, military people. Also, I don't know if half of them are actually those people. So right. I take everything with a grain of salt. And then you're getting, like, even though it's a serious 
topic, you know, it's people's lives. You're getting some like funny takes on it. Also, you're getting like insane people in the comments. Uh, you're getting all the aspects of like, these are billionaires that, you know, mm-hmm. people have no, um, what am I trying to say? The amount of time and energy and investment that is going into finding five billionaires versus like all of the migrants who drown crossing the Mediterranean on a daily basis. For example. Yeah, that, 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 yes. Yeah. What has your For You page been like in regards to this submersible? Um, I, I've gotten a variety of videos. I got one video where a girl was talking about scrubbers. Um, so that was a bit more technical where scrubbers are something that cycles carbon monoxide out in orbit wait dioxide or monoxide what do we breathe out carbon dioxide carbon mm. monoxide is like what we have like monitored with our fire right, alarms right, 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 right. it's bad like we can't breathe that in so this was a more technical video where the where the girl was talking about how they don't know everyone's talking about oh they're gonna run out of oxygen but she was like i don't even know if this submersible has scrubbers so i was learning about scrubbers then you know i got some comedic videos i i put in our notes a video by jack martin who is pretending to be james cameron like learning about the submersible and pretending that he's sad um, he which was just I, on a conference today, and it's probably super accurate. About James Cameron? Yeah. Titanic 2. I also got a video that then you said was taken down by King Princess, who is a musician whose great-great-grandparents died on the Titanic. Oh, wow. And so people were like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And so her video was basically being like talking about like billionaires doing these things like deciding to go on these sort of very risky enterprises although um i will say that most of the people a large portion of the people who died on the titanic were not billionaires a lot of the billionaires got off the titanic yeah not jack well actually he wasn't a billionaire that was the movie i'm confusing things but anyway jack was a poor person in the movie (laughs) right 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 who died kate winslet kate winslet was a billionaire she survived right correct at that um, time, millionaire, fact and, and they didn't have billions then. Right, right, right. But anyway, Semantics. King Princess took her video down, and I think she took it down because they found out that everyone had died. So I think it was like her being critical, and she didn't want to get backlash for posting an insensitive video. Yeah, I think that's very fair. There is a comedic video by at Bailey Breving. I'll play the audio. I used to be a journalist, so maybe that's how I know this information, but I have not heard anyone, the news, TikTok, articles report on this. There's literally a guy has survived this type of situation before. He has traveled the whole world to include down to the Titanic and experienced really difficult, like, troubled time. Anyway, check out this interview. He has explicitly said, been there, done that. This is for everybody going through tough times. Believe me, been there, done that. But every day above ground is a great day. Remember that. I feel like that's comedically fine because it's like just a turn that it takes that like Pitbull has Mm -hmm. been above ground Mm -hmm. and it's good to be above ground. I was confused by that video when you sent it to me. I was like, wait, did Pitbull, wait, did he go? It's it's the lyrics. It's just the lyrics. It keeps it, it keeps it light. 
even though like it's obviously like a horrific horrific event right I would say I have um I saw a video by a girl talking about and I can link it in the the notes for the show about how everyone's obsessing over the submersible and she was like welcome to my hyperfixation, which is men going places mm-hmm. that are too cold yeah or too yeah or too deep or too dark yeah and um she was like you know the beginner is mount everest right right and then it's the poles like the north and south poles and just like this idea of exploration i think as well for this submersible it's exploration for x for just mm, clout Mm -hmm. almost because you're not finding something new yeah You're just seeing something that we know about. And seeing it through like this little teeny thing. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But I saw a really interesting video that it's like everyone's saying the Titanic has this curse and like everyone says JFK, the Kennedys were cursed. But the video was explaining that the Kennedys actually had so much like power and influence that their risk tolerance was a lot higher. So to basically like feel things in the world Mm -hmm. when you have power or money, your risk is like a whole different level than what like yours and mine's risk is. So Mm -hmm. they would do riskier things, thus they would, that caused them to pass away. And it's the same things with these billionaires. Their risk like tolerance, whether they knew the risks or not, like it's just a whole nother level of like, chasing a feeling as a human being well you're able to buy yourself out of a lot of situations yes but i think what i'm talking about is not even having to do with money it's having to do with like once you're a billionaire you've experienced so many things it's like what's the next thing i can get well that is money but well it's like a drug yes, yes, yes 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 you're looking for your next fix because things be things feel mundane right because you have access to things that for a joe schmo would be like the most amazing awe-inspiring things you have access to these things at the drop of a pin right yeah i saw another video where a girl compared like what a sandwich would cost to us making like x amount of money versus what a sandwich would cost to a billionaire the moral of the story was like them paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars is like them buying like three sandwiches whereas for us it'd be like buying like millions of sandwiches right it was a great little comparison would yeah, I mean, you yeah oh i was just gonna say there shouldn't be billionaires but anyway ask ask again ask your question <laughs> would you go on this no if it was free <laughs> no absolutely yeah. never on god's green earth would I go to the bottom of the ocean? One of my biggest fears, the ocean is so scary, Dina. We know well, so little about the ocean. I, I'm, a, I'm a scuba diver. You've seen you, my, my I saw a graphic picture, which a graphic showed picture. how, no, I saw a graphic that showed how far scuba divers go versus where oh, yeah. the swimmers. Of course, I there's no comparison. I have no desire, in the same way that I have no desire to go to space, I have no desire to go to the bottom of the ocean or really lower than like five feet in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's 
my thing. I <laughs> wouldn't like I love bungee jumping and skydiving and like there's obviously risks associated with that and I love fasting. So what you're saying is you're I've, so rich that you're risk averse. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I could never afford 250k obviously. But as I asked the question if it was free. Okay, I don't th- I wouldn't go because of the comfort level and the bathroom situation. Oh. To put myself in that uncomfortable situation for so long, I think that to me, I don't think they knew how high the risks were. Maybe they did, maybe they I didn't. Th- I don't know. I saw an article where one of the like producers from The Simpsons had gone on the same right, yeah, thing. Yeah. And he said like it says the word death on like three times on the first right on the waiver when you're signing it right but i'm like i mean i sign waivers all the time uh, but so does like if you go skydiving it's a yeah. death like on the first page right yeah damn um, damn well it's right well well the last thing i want to say is at heart robert did a perfect take on the stepson of the billionaire <gasps> oh my god because the stepson <laughs> is like deeply unwell posting at the blink 182 concert getting into a fight with cardi b now the only fans the only fans making a live explaining himself oh my god it just goes on and on the billionaire who's in a sub that disappeared has a stepson who's going rogue so as the search and rescue mission's going on for his stepdad brian is like you know i'm gonna go to a blink 182 show and I'm going to post about it. And he wrote, it might be distasteful being here, but my family would have wanted me to be at this Blink-182 show. I mean, yeah, do whatever you got to do, but the way it's a post, like, you know, it's just what he would have wanted. Enter Cardi B, who puts up an Instagram story saying that it's really sad that he doesn't care about his dad. And Cardi's like, if I'm ever lost in a tiny submarine, you better be at home weeping for me. Brian subtweets her because he now has a beef with Cardi B. He's like, Cardi B, we know all your latest releases are trash. Like, is this really what he should be doing right now? Telling Cardi B she's in her flop era. But Brian is not done on Twitter. He replies to this he replies to this adult creator who is looking for a certain seat and he's like hey and just to drive it home he says please keep my family in your prayers did you know did you hear brian's like lemons no lemonade the characters surrounding this and all the conversation is is keeping this as like one of this amazing stories of our time right yeah, I mean, it is pretty interesting just that the news cycle is so focused on mm-hmm. this specifically. Um, and <laughs> what are you opening, Dina? <laughs> I got, I'm opening a high noon. It's been a, it's been a day. Ugh, I can't drink for like three weeks or eat red meat for like the next year. Because of Argentina. You know, I didn't even drink that much in Argentina, but I just I feel like I was eating so much meat yeah and then people just kept being like do you want to get ice cream we, there oh, was just the so much always yes there was so much ice cream eating what about like, alfa jorge's oh did i say it wrong yes alfa jorge's? please stop you're oh. murdering you're murdering me <laughs> you say it alfa jorge's. oh alfa jorge's. no you oh. <laughs> okay this is a hate crime well, you're hate you know- criming me but you know the food I'm referring to. Yes, of course I know the food you're referring to. Yes, mm-hmm. I ate those. I ate like alfajorcitos, which are like the little ones. Oh, cute. I ate um, lots of dulce de leche, like so much dulce de leche. 
I just ate some actually, like right now. Chocolate. <gasps> I ate this thing called Fran Nui, um, which is a raspberry that is dipped in white chocolate and then oh. milk chocolate and frozen. <gasps> oh my god, that's not, that's a dream. Well, you'll be able to have it when you go in December. I have to book my flights. I, it's very stressful. This is an interesting to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot. How did we? How did we? Um, well, oh, open, before I open my high noon, I'm yes. sorry I derailed your thought yes, about no, the submersible. It's fine. I think Back we should also also we haven't spoken in many weeks, which is why we're just we're just shooting the shit instead shoot of shit. talking about TikTok. But yes, the submersible. I'm, the submersible. The fact that the news cycle is so focused on it also is to me telling. Mm-hmm. But you know, it sucks. I am. I feel like a lot of conspiracy theories are going to come out of this yeah for sure especially with like the knocking noise and then there was something else with the explosion where like it would have like the sound would have been picked up i think it they were saying it was picked up i thought oh i don't know i haven't read the latest yeah um (laughs) ivan was like wow this is a really complex form of tax evasion (laughs) oh geez (laughs) that's that's ivan's humor it's pretty good one last thing i really like the user at the space gal emily calendrelli reports on a lot of scientific things and i I, she's a trusted source for me Mm -hmm. and she i feel like has the right tone about all this as well so go check out her videos if you want some good tiktok submersible content and factual content yeah what's next oof it's hard to move on from the submersible but we gotta do it (laughs) yeah this is one of these like gear shifts where it's like speaking of rich people (laughs) oh good segue yeah our content creator spotlight this has come up on my free she's come up all the time same new york city okay okay yeah Yeah, because we have a similar free i've gotten her so many times and her daughter her precocious daughter yeah the users at alana wiles she is in upper east side upper west side where does she live upper east i can't remember oh somewhere in manhattan it's all the same to me (laughs) she yeah she's raising kids in manhattan and she vlogs her life you know going picking up her kids from school going to the park going to events she gets so invited to in life of new york city mom i woke up had coffee packed lunch said a little frankie and then left for the gym i usually walk back to school but as of last week she started ditching me to go with a friend as a parent sometimes you don't realize you're doing something for the last time until it's over i walked over to zen girl fitness where i do a combo of cardio strength training and pilates with my trainer jen after the gym, I went home to change. It was super hot out, so I actually showered that day. And then I met up with Leah at the March Hair, a little toy shop in the East Village my family helped take over last year to keep it from going out of business. Jason came over to give our signage a fresh coat of paint, and when he was done, I went to the Arlo Hotel and met my friend Emily Shalon to have lunch in their outdoor garden. After fries and a salad, my favorite meal, I picked up Harlow from the shop and took her to gymnastics. That evening, the kids got takeout sushi, and I put in a dress to go to a cocktail party at a gallery on White Street. I met up with a bunch of moms, including Jen from Zen Fitness. The party was thrown by the Emergency Art Education Fund, who's raising money to fund art programs in New York City schools. I got yet another tote. We love our tote bags in NYC. And then a bunch of us decided to go out for a town. You gotta love a day that ends with you and your trainer sharing cheer in the suit. And a lot of the comments are all like, I wish I had your life. I wish I had your life. She just did a video recently saying she can have this life because she has a great partner. Her husband, like, you know, shares half the half the responsibilities. Her, I could see why she's so popular. Her TikToks are done so well. Her vlogs are just interesting. Mm-hmm. And I live in New York. And I'm like, 
wow, this lady does have a nice life. Yeah. Her house. It's, you're like, this yeah, is one of those apartment. people where you're like, your friend is a nanny and they're like, you should see how the other half lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think she, she does it in a tasteful way. That's the thing. Where she's still super likable, at least to me. I don't know your feelings, Catalina. What do you think? I would say, you know, there would be a more offensive way. She's, I think she's like, I don't know the source of her wealth. I haven't looked into it. But to me, it's giving old money. And I feel like when it's giving old money, it's always a bit more like it's less flashy. It's more like we're going to the charity event and the art gallery and so forth. And it's not like look at my like six Lamborghinis and whatever. So to that extent, I think that's why it's a little less grating when you Mm. see because it's even though it is she's living a very – opulent lifestyle it's not as showy as it could be it's giving money talks wealth whispers exactly it's giving money talks wealth whispers hard and her wealth is whispering her wealth is a great way it's like it's like speaking under its breath it has a great way i don't know um (laughs) i i I also the the reason why her content always just like fascinates me is because she's always like going out for meals late at night with friends. And I'm like, I mean, I guess she just has a babysitter or whatever. But I'm like, damn, are you tired? Well, she that's why her she made a video um, giving props to her husband saying, you know, she's not she's also showing she's not every day of her life. So she's showing that. The nights that she's going out with her friends, like her husband is at home. Right. And she's saying, like, I'm able to do it because of that. I mean, I, that sounds so lovely. Put the yeah, kids being, to bed and go out Just to piecing out. I mean, yeah. the kids are sleeping. Yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah, to your point, has a nanny. she's tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that I too, think she's yeah. probably tired because she still, like, gets up but and, everyone's like, the kids tired, get dressed though. and stuff. That, oh, she had a whole thing about how she, she, showers before she works out that's weird i also think i I mean i could never does she not sweat she said she doesn't sweat really that much so that's because of that's some rich people nonsense yeah that's called the way that i maintain my weight is through sweating (laughs) oh oh my god I thought you were talking about the way you maintain your weight is through sweating oh, on your Oh, I don't maintain my weight. My face yeah, is... neither do I. No. <laughs> the way we maintain our weight is, is not. that we don't. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, this lady, uh, she's also rich enough to, like, order really, like, nice meals and then, like, eat a bite of it and not be like, oh, my God, I'm wasting food and money. We've talked about this before, how if you were rich, you would just order a lot of everything. But I don't think I would waste it, which I'm not saying she wastes it because you don't see her throwing the food away. But I'm saying like I would still bring it home and like put it in the fridge if I was Yeah. Yeah. She might be doing the same thing. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. Good creator spotlight. It's been popping up on the damn. We have too many rich people on our talking points today. I need a palette cleanser. I think that's where the the FYP is going because of all this submersible stuff. It's just I'm getting more. Well, our last thing we're going to talk about is like about private planes, (laughs) but like it's it's giving billionaire like I could afford going on submersible vibes. We'll get there. 
Okay, this is also impossible to transition well, but uh, we're going to our celebrity on Speaking TikTok. of rich New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can classify her in that category. Celebrities on TikTok. Amy Poehler joined on June 20th. And this coincides with another trend that's all over the TikTok is the red flag filter trend. So Amy's first video was with the filter. You know, everyone has three red flags. Her first red flag was weird tattoos. Second was wears clogs. And third isn't funny, which is hilarious. She's a comedian. So it was like a perfect first TikTok video. Like Amy gets it. You jump right in. Like you don't have to be like, Hello, I am Amy Poehler. I'm on I just joined TikTok. Like she just like did a filter. Oh, you mean like Tom Hanks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he still oh. posting? No, I don't think so. He was promoting that video. Hello, of Auto. That oh video. That movie Auto. Wait, this is of like I'm taking us aside here, but this heinous couple sitting next to me on my flight back from Vegas. Both the man and woman were watching that Tom Hanks auto, and the man was laughing up a storm at this Tom Hanks video when, like, the cat came on the screen. And I was like, oh, he must be, like, a decent guy. He yelled at one of the flight attendants (gasps) and was like, excuse me, I need ice water now. You haven't been coming around (gasps) asking if I need water. And And I was like, first of all, like, They were. They were great. They were constantly asking for water. They, like, woke me up a million times. And she handled it so well, this flight attendant. She, like, de-escalated the situation. And they're from their godsend. But this moron laughing at the Tom Hanks movie. Also wearing Tevas. Oh, Dina, I have a good one as well of who I sat next to on my way back from Buenos Aires. Yeah, no, Tom Hanks, I don't think, is still (laughs) posting Um, on TikTok. On our flight back, we paid at the airport well they give you like the option to upgrade to the next class so we like paid for the next class of seats oh talk about rich people things Uh, well i was gonna say (laughs) where were you sitting where they were just constantly going around with ice water oh i had a free upgrade to Mm, comfort plus mm, mm. it's a free upgrade (laughs) well mine wasn't free but it was actually like very inexpensive compared to what they normally are but we were seated next to two gentlemen who spoke to each other the entire 11 hour flight no yes were they strangers no they were friends can you imagine me and you talking for 11 hours on a flight i well i fell asleep for a part of it because i like you know but they drank no they drunk they drunk they drank (laughs) coke zeros and what and the one closest to me was wearing so much cologne and he was watching creed These people watch this creed, of course. And I was, I kept, I was so, I, like that, honestly, like straight to jail. You are on an 11 hour international yeah. flight. Let people sleep. It's an overnight flight. Like criminal. But I kept, when I was awake in the morning or in the morning, whatever, after honestly. I slept for three hours, I had my like face mask on and I kept taking it off and fully turning my body and just like stank eyeing them. Oh my God, good. It didn't help. But oh. what? Did, I mean, how did they not run out of things to say? <sighs> Just oh, shooting well, the shit. Back to Amy Poehler <laughs> on TikTok. She posted a second video. So she joined. Obviously, she's promoting her and Tina's new live show. Like they're touring around together. Mm-hmm. And so her second video 
was, hey guys, this is my fit check. And then she has like Tina come in and they promote the show. She already has 255,000 followers in like two days. Wow. I think she'll be a great TikToker. I love Amy. I hope Tina joins. Maybe, I don't think Tina's on there yet, but it's good use of the celebrity on TikTok. Yeah. Did you want to do the um, red flag filter? Yeah, I think we should see what our red flags are. I also saw there's a green flag one, but that's less fun. That positivity didn't come up on my for you page. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll wait for you to do it first. My three red flags were immature, <laughs> bad texter. I don't think that. And no profile pictures. No pictures? <laughs> Which me, like, yeah, my Instagram has, like, the picture of a sunset and I look like a robot. So are these all true? No. No, bad texter. Thank you for saying I'm a good texter. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, immature. For sure. Okay, let me do. Let me do. I mean, we're all immature. You know? Like, who cares? We're all immature. That's what I say. But yeah. this last one, no profile pic, that is that is real. Yeah. Uh, my red flags. Okay. Delusional. Chapped lips. <laughs> and leaves you on red. Okay. I don't think any of those are true for you. Do you have chapped lips? I not, I didn't notice if you did. Well, I, I, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think the TikTok filter is very accurate. Shocking. I, oh, you know what story I told about you this past what? weekend? What? You bought sunscreen for the lips. Well, I thought it was not. I thought it was chapstick. You thought you chapped th- lips. Right. You bought chapstick. But you used it on your film No, that's not the story. That's not the story. The story was that we were in... Also, I cut a jalapeno and I just rubbed my eyes. <laughs> so stupid. Just don't rub that's your ass. That's my red flag. Okay. The story- that actually is your red flag. Cut Can't spicy things and cuts and touch her orifices. Okay. The story is that we were in... Roma and I was staying separately from you because you and Danielle were paying for like hotels and I was like I have no money I'm staying in a hostel so I was staying in a room with 15 bunk beds what does this have to do with the fucking chapstick because we had planned to meet at the train station at a specific time and I showed up to the train station and you guys did not come and this was like before data before I was using like a burner phone like one of these like beans I had a a flip phone we didn't have a BBM or anything so I had no way of like and I was like, well, shit. Yeah. And my lips were so chapped. And so I went to some store <laughs> and I bought what I thought was chapstick. Yeah. And then I was like, well, these girls aren't showing up anytime soon. <laughs> so I decided to go on a walk around Rome. And so I walked around for like, I don't know, an hour or two. And I kept applying my chapstick. And I didn't look in a mirror. And when I got back to the train <laughs> station and you guys were there, <laughs> so my- white. it was so white. <laughs> On your lips. Because I was just, re- I was just applying so much sunscreen. I mean, honestly, it probably helped. It probably did help. And But then the worst part was I kept applying it. Yeah, it was like your lips were real white. There have been times, though, that you use a sunscreen that makes your face really white. Me? 
Yeah. yeah that's just when you have a sunscreen that's like really mineral. good yeah, mi- yeah really high mineral content also that was um back in the day when i used to search <laughs> for barclays banks because it was like if you had bank of america you wouldn't get charged at an atm if you went to a barclays i've come so far and <laughs> that's also, my other red flag also you used to think that spf stood for how long the sunscreen lasts so if it was spf 8 catalina thought it only lasted eight minutes <laughs> I mean, does anyone use SPF 8? I don't know, but... I, I still don't fully understand SPF. I don't understand S, but it doesn't correlate to minutes. That's all I know. Oh, whatever. We got so derailed. Ugh, okay, continue. Okay. Food and drink trends. Erin Monroe. This is foul. Okay, wait. Erin Monroe, who we've spoken about, she was reporting on the Borg trend. She's a great TikToker. She has this video that came up on my For You page about healthy eating. I'll play the audio. Finally, this app is influencing me to do something healthy. I found Tiffany yesterday, and now I've binged all of her content, and now here I am with the mustard and the turkey sausage and the raw vegetables, and I have never had hearts of palm in my entire life, but today that is happening. Um, I used to think, oh, healthy eating is so hard. This woman is literally just eating raw vegetables dipped in mustard. So if she can do it, I can do it. All right, moment of truth for the hearts of palm. I have no idea what to expect, but this looks like string cheese. And we're going for it. We're going into the mustard. That really doesn't taste like anything. All right, turkey sausage, mustard, cottage cheese. This woman eats an entire, just a carrot with mustard and cottage cheese. Green bean, mustard and cottage cheese. Guys, I think she's onto something. We're gonna go back to the heart's pump. There's 60 calories in an entire jar. Okay, okay, Tiffany. Okay, Tiffany. This is gonna make my meal prep a lot easier. I'm a healthy queen. Okay. She washes it down with electrolytes. I have a Diet Coke from McDonald's because baby steps. I'll get some electrolytes, but for now, we're a fan of Hearts of Palm now. Thank you for influencing me not to do something that I can't afford or is bad for me. So she's trying what this Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Maggi is the user's name. Catalina, you're, you're making me, you, uh, what do you think? This is just disordered eating. This is triggering to you, I see. I, 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 I mean, I, I think that this is like diet culture at its worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What, but. I happen to like mustard and cottage cheese. Have Let's I ever put them together? Let's describe no. what she's eating. She's eating mustard and cottage cheese and dipping raw vegetables in mustard and, and cottage cheese. And like a sausage. Oh, and a turkey sausage. And she's just, is it turkey or chicken? Turkey. And she's just eating it all like, like everything's so phallic. I think the way in which Tiffany eats it is bizarre because, like, there's no utensils. It's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, this is like disordered eating as a trend. Mm, yeah. It's a, I, I, it's a bit problematic, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't speak very. Mm, I'm not very informed on. I mean, she is eating fine. But I think that when you're like <laughs> eating very fixated items at all meals of the day, 
in a very regimented way, in a very, um, like, ritualistic way as well, that's, like, a form. That's, like, a, 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 yeah. red, a red flag of disordered but, I'm eating. Gonna, I'm going to take the opposite end and say that, like, what she's eating is healthy and like people could learn from that right like if people don't know anything about nutrition like if you take what she's eating the turkey sausage the cottage cheese the mustard the vegetables the, it's clean it's raw that's a, a, a healthy eating meal. is also a problematic thing to say okay yes yes you're right but you know what i think any weight loss or any health person on tiktok Unless you're talking about intuitive, eat, intuitive eating, which I also don't understand what that is. Well, there's also like, because we don't know, we don't have any intuition. Intu- intuitively, I'd be eating ice cream all day. <laughs> my intuition is. My intuition is to eat like ice cream and high noon all day if I followed my intuition. I mean, I see some nutritionist content on Instagram or like nutritionists reviewing these like, it's like, also, I don't think people who are like not medical practitioners should be giving people health advice yeah yeah i think so this girl has lost a bunch of weight and she's saying how she did it right it's not it's obviously not for everyone and she's not a nutritionist yeah the, let's go back though to yes, this mustard and cottage cheese. Less, let's talk about the part that's less like existentially problematic. And the more mustard just, like, and the cottage cheese. Like, I'm actually gonna try this. Yeah, I I have some cottage cheese in my fridge. So would you put mustard in it and like dip stuff in it? I think that cottage cheese is actually a pretty funny subject for us because yeah, um, I remember Alina one time like offered me cottage cheese at her house and she was like do you want anything in it and i was like no and she was like ew you're like dina you just eat cottage cheese (laughs) that's why we're that's why we're friends (laughs) i like i I like cottage cheese i used to think cottage cheese was disgusting as like a child like the i look of it is before i tried it and i was like wait this actually tastes like really good cottage cheese (laughs) is good as hell yeah um what's your favorite cottage cheese brand oh the um I was about to say friendlies. Oh, friendship? Friendship. 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 Brand. Yes. Friendship. That is, uh, my friend Mary Kate suggests that brand highly. I, mm-hmm. friendship is not in all grocery stores. Yeah. I like, recently I've been into good culture. Oh, I don't think it's I've tried a, that. It's a similar texture to friendship. Yeah. But like a diner cottage cheese is also good. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I've actually never ordered cottage cheese at a diner. Yes, you have. I was with you. Really? It wasn't a diner. It was like a Jewish deli. Same and there was thing. like a cottage cheese <laughs> situation. I don't recall It this. was after hours. I was drunk and I ordered cottage cheese? I think we ordered That's like, disturbing. That's disordered eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't like just cottage cheese. It was like part of a spread. Or it was like one of those like light plates, the like diet plate where it's like tuna, cottage cheese. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're almost at an hour. How? <laughs> I haven't watched TikTok in two weeks. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, mustard and cottage cheese. We'll try. I would try we'll it. Report back. I put um everything bagel seasoning on my cottage cheese sometimes. I'm a more sweet, like fruit, fruity cottage cheese. Person. I just don't want a pre-mixed cottage cheese. Oh, I like a pre-mix. The friendship, I like the one with the pineapple. Oh. I like the um one with one side is fruit and one side cottage cheese. That's just mix, packaging. Mix, mix. Yeah, I love that. It's like okay. the lunchables of cottage cheese. Anyway, moving on. <gasps> All right. What's next? Next is learning on TikTok. And there is a video. It has like, it literally has 18 million views by at 
the jet business and it's this French son of a billionaire who is trying to pick his perfect private jet. I have a lot of business clients from my papa. The comfort aspect is very important. Also because I'm very tall. I will go to have a bed. So I'm going to be a shower. I understand exactly what you're saying. If I can ask you a few really key questions, it's going to be able to show you what you can buy. If you want to take you through this process, think of me like your doctor. It is just an eye into a world that I will never be and never know. Again, it's like this: these eyes to the billionaires are, are everywhere because of the submersible. Wait, I saw this also before. Is Hold on a second. Because there's a joke account about a rich guy. This is a joke. This is I'm a joke? Sure. Yeah. No, no, no. This isn't a joke. No, but at European Kid is a joke. The French guy is a joke? Yeah, he's a joke, Dina. Okay, but the jet business guy isn't a joke. Right. So at European Kid and that whole video is a joke. I think he might actually be rich, but I've seen his content a lot and it's like being rich content. As a joking about. Okay. But I think he is rich, if that makes sense. Okay. It makes sense because he seems like a parody of a rich billionaire, which is honestly like, this is such a good marketing video for these jet people. It has 18 million views and it just shows the depths of, of knowledge that this jet person has. What, what a great marketing video. What did you learn about buying a private jet from this video? I learned that like, so this guy who's supposedly the son of the billionaire is very tall so Mm -hmm. he like couldn't have a specific plane because he wouldn't fit through the door without having to bend so they're like oh this one is the one that would make it like and he's his funny line was like oh my dad won't let me get a boeing so i need like something smaller and then they were talking about how far the jets could go and stuff the sale experience just seems so lovely when you have money um here's a question why do a private jet company need to market on TikTok? Great question. I be, I believe there's competition. That's why. But I don't think that anyone, I mean, maybe it's just like stirring up noise on TikTok, but like, I don't think they're making a lot of sales via this. I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't think they need a lot of sales, but I think <laughs> even if they get one or two more customers from this video, like that's great marketing. Uh, I need, let's put a pin in that. I need to think about that and circle back at some point. <laughs> but not today. Um, I would, I probably, for the, for the environmental reasons, I, and, you know, just general douche reasons, I probably would never buy it. I mean, I obviously, this is like, I'm speculating about things that are never going to happen, but like, I don't think I would buy a private jet. But I would love to go on a private jet at least once. I also feel like with well, very, very like upper echelon society, there's also, and this is sort of like the money talks, wealth whispers thing. There's also this like when it's not of the masses, that's like when you're like, it's a really rich person product. So that's why it's also surprising to me that a private jet company would be doing marketing in this way. Yeah, but it's also like that's why we love watching these aspirational reality TV shows. Like this video reminded me of a housewife, like why we watch the housewives or why we watch like the selling sunset, the real estate shows of like looking at the 
you know, beautiful houses. Again, it's like this guy who's selling the jets is probably rich and like what is one or two more customers, but now he's also like trying to be a celebrity. Right. So maybe it's more that where they're like yeah. trying to make themselves into a bit of a a brand. A brand. Yeah. Exactly. Because right. celebrity has its, you know, power influence. Celebrity, but that you know? type of attention is going to push away more discreet customers. I don't know if it will. If they're that good at what they do. Well, I read Crazy Rich Asians, so I feel like I know a lot about wealthy people now. (laughs) (laughs) I read the trilogy. I actually didn't finish the last book. It was boring. Anyway. The movie. We'll we'll watch the movie. I've already watched it. Is there going to be another one? I guess not. Okay. All right. Next and last. (sighs) Finally. We have miscellaneous. New York City service industry gossip by Crystal or either Crystal. I think it's Crystal Lepore. So this is a woman who I guess she's been making videos for a while, but they just started coming up on my For You page. And she has worked or did work in the New York City like this is our entire episode is rich people in the like very elite service like restaurant industry michelin star restaurants like members only clubs for her entire like service career which by the way is an extremely lucrative job yeah hard to get into oh yeah you have to be very knowledgeable so basically what she's doing is telling stories naming names about famous people so the first one that i saw was david foster and Catherine mcphee and like talking shit about them she's just vile in my opinion uh she's very affected uh she's very much she feels like she needs to be treated like a star she knew what she was doing she knew that she had the power to keep a restaurant open for her she did not care that that affected anybody else uh she didn't care that she could go to restaurants that were maybe still open nope she wanted to keep open this restaurant and so this was all in the effort to salvage the relationship with David Foster because he didn't feel that there was enough recognition when he walked in the door. These two deserve each other. I also watched one about Gwyneth Paltrow, which was five minutes long. I was like, okay, we get the picture. What did they say about, what did she say about Gwyneth? Good, um, bad? She was talking about how Gwyneth was bad and yelled at her friend for drinking Diet Coke and told her to stop bringing Diet Cokes to the table while she was two weeks out from giving birth and just kept serving herself sake. That seems like fake news. That's like so, it's so specific that I get that it's probably true, but it doesn't seem real. Well, also as someone who worked in the service industry, like I remember the first time a pregnant woman ordered alcohol from me, I was like, what? But like when you're pregnant, you can't drink like a half a glass of wine so i thought that that video was a little maybe i don't know it was like a little out of pocket but um but i like these videos because i also worked in the service industry in new york city and so it's just always funny to like remember or talk about experiences serving different famous people Mm -hmm. i have two i never had anyone be like rude to me that i can remember that was a famous person. I did serve Jennifer Connelly once and she got a fruit salad and she asked for like no pineapple. And I knew that if she was eating just a fruit salad, our fruit salad came with powdered sugar on it. So I wrote no sugar on the ticket, but then the, pa- but then the fruit salad came with pineapple oh, and God. the cook 
showed her the ticket and i was like so embarrassed that i had put like no sugar oh my God. <laughs> even though even though i knew she probably didn't watch why sugar. did the cook show her the ticket i that don't remember i don't remember why that happened but like there was like something where like she was like you no I, I, I don't know why i think i don't know what happened but that was weird i don't know this was like a decade ago the most memorable one that is burned in my mind forever do you know which one this is uh rachel no oh not rachel ray she was good she tipped me five dollars on a magazine that she bought at that like weird internet cafe that i worked at um (laughs) which is still around still around and no longer an internet cafe no this was zach braff i don't know this story when i worked at that same french restaurant zach braff came in with his then girlfriend for brunch and i was serving them and then i started doing like side work because my shift was ending and right before doing my side work, I brought him a Diet Coke. Speaking of Diet Cokes. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, in the back, but, like, could still see them. And I saw my manager, like, having this whole, like, pal conversation with him. And I was like, it's really weird. And my manager had no idea who he was. He was French and didn't know who Zach Braff was. And I found out it was because the Coke that I'd served him had a cockroach in it. <gasps> you serves him a cockroach? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you not realize or did it, it was brown? After? It was brown. And like when you're serving, oh, you don't generally mortif- inspect the drinks for roaches. That's mortifying. Did he get oh, a yeah. free meal? I don't know what happened, but he was chill about it. He was like, that's nice. so lovely. Yeah. I, oh, God. I know. Wow. So. Well, that's a beautiful story because yeah. if it was, you know, according if it James was Corden. Was, yeah, James <laughs> Corden would have thrown a little fit. Yeah. So. And that's that. That's that. That was a great story. Thank you. A great story to end on. It's so good to be back. Thank good you for listening back. to Two Thank Old for TikTok. You. And we will, I guess, get back on, on our side of day. We'll get back on our day, on our shed. Yeah. All right, Dinard. Happy TikToking. Happy talking. Bye. Uh.